1: And welcome back in. We are broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in Kushnet, 586 North Main Street in Akushnit. You can't miss it. You, you, when you're driving down North Main Street, look for the big red apple. That's the sign that you know that you have got to Rochelle's. We're right here amongst all the apple orchards uh, right here in Akushnit. So come on down and join us as we are enjoying some breakfast here. Uh, Diving into a huge linguisa cheese roll and a huge cinnamon roll, which uh, if you want to take a look at for yourself, you can do so by going to the WBSM Facebook and Instagram accounts and clicking on our story there, and you'll be able to see those for yourself. And as they bring out some different meals, I'll put them up uh, throughout the course of the morning. And uh, we will also have a Seize the Deal up for you later on today as well. And that will be at deal.com. You'll be able to get $25 to Rochelle's for just twelve fifty, And I'm telling you, two people can come in and have breakfast. No problem with that $25. That's how affordable the meals are here. Check out their website, Rochelle'sRestaurant.com. And you can see the menu there. In fact, you can order online. You can call in your order. You can come here and pick it up and just pop over to the table and say, Hi, I'm right next to where you cash out and uh, you can't miss me. You can see my giant head, and I'm the guy in the WBSM shirt sitting behind the WBSM table. So come on by and say hi. I do have an open microphone here so that if you want to join in the conversation, you can. You can also do that by calling in at 508-996-0500 or by sending us an app chat message on the WBSM app. We've talked a little bit this morning about bears. Uh, The mass wildlife bear expert, Dave Waddles, confirmed to me yesterday that there are Two bears in the area. There's the one that we had been tracking, and you can still see our bear tracker at WBSM.com and on the app. The bear that came in from the western part of the state came in through Mansfield and Taunton. And then he went down into Fall River and a Sonnet. And he cut over to uh to New Bedford and a Cushnet and worked his way into Marion, eventually dove into Sippekan Harbor and took a swim. Uh worked his way up into Wareham. Now he's uh he's worked his way up into uh, Plymouth and then kind of curved back around and is headed now through Lakeville and Berkeley and seems like he's heading back out west where he came from because he came down and he didn't find himself a a female to mate with. Well, we were getting reports for the past week or so after we had Dave Waddles on the air that people were convinced that there were two bears because there was a bear that was seen around the Carver area that was photographed, the same time the bear we were tracking was photographed in other places so that led people to think that there had to be more than one bear and so we reached out to dave waddles and he said finally that it looks like there is you know it took them a little while to to be sure but it looks like there is a second bear in the carver area and that they think this bear is a bear that was seen in easton and um uh, sharon earlier this year and at the end of last fall as well. And they think that this bear has worked his way down southeast into our area and that he seems to be just hanging around the carver area. He seems to be finding everything that he needs, so he's not in a rush to leave the area. So if you, want, if you see the bear and you want to send on any photos or videos, you can do so with our bear tracker at wbsm.com, or you can send me an email, tim at wbsm.com, or you can send it via the app. So all those different ways that you can send the information, the photos, the video over to us. The bear tracker actually has a form right there that you can fill in and send it over, and we'll update that accordingly. Uh, But what I also was a little bit annoyed by yesterday, and I I talked about this earlier, were all the self-proclaimed bear experts that felt that they knew more than the biologists that work for Mass Wildlife. So what I did is I put out there a a blank zoology degree from Facebook University. There's a certificate that you can print out for yourself and write your name in and hang it on the wall. And that'll make you feel better, right? That'll make you feel better that you know more than the bear experts. So... There are stories about people saying, well, there's, there's a female and her cubs that have been seen roaming around. Well, I haven't seen any evidence of that, and neither has mass wildlife. So if you have evidence of that, you should be contacting them or contact us so that we can share it with them. But uh, right now, there's a lot of stories going out there. Like how many people believe the photo the guy put up of the bear sleeping on the, the couch on his deck? There were people that actually thought that that was a legitimate real photo. And some of these other photos that have been Photoshopped, there are people who think that those are actual, real, legitimate photos. So that's why we've got to kind of cut through some of that to be able to bring you the actual facts of what's going on. So that's your bare update for today. Uh, if you missed in the news, the Fairhaven Proposition 2.5 tax override failed. Uh, it was voted down with uh, 1,423 voters saying no, 690 saying yes. That's a 67 to 33% margin. 67% of voters said no to the Proposition 2.5 override. Only 33% voted for it. And uh, there was about 17% of the town's voters that came out to vote in that election yesterday. And also, town meeting today in Dartmouth for those of you who live there and want to participate in that. So, uh, you no, know, this is the time of year that a lot of this stuff happens for the towns around here because a lot of them wait for the spring to have their town meeting. Some have town meeting in the fall. Some have town meeting and elections in the spring. So we can talk more about that as well. Uh, One other thing, too, is if you have not yet entered to win your shot at Willie Nelson tickets, the tickets of the Willie Nelson Outlaw Music Festival happening in September at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, you can get over to WBSM.com or on the app now and enter to win your tickets. And we will draw a winner today, and you could be a winner just like Marianne was yesterday. And it's really easy. You just put your information in there, and then we announce your name on the air. And once we do that, Casey will send you an email. You just return all the paperwork that's in the email, and then she can send you those tickets digitally. So you don't even need to come to the stu- to the station. You don't even need to pick up tickets there at the studio. You don't even need to worry about bringing them with you to the show. They're were, a they were digital ticket that we put right into your live nation app and then when you go to the show you just show them that they scan it they let you in and then you can get and what's great about it too is you don't have to worry about losing your ticket once you're in either can't tell you how many times i didn't know where i was sitting off the top of my head and i would misplace my ticket where did it go i don't know i pulled out all my stuff to buy some concessions or whatever where's my ticket and then i have to try to guess where i was sitting So you don't need to worry about that with these digital tickets. Nice and easy for you, and you can enter to win those. We're going to have all kinds of tickets to give away for you all summer long because I like to give away tickets to concerts. And if we can do it, we're going to do it. We're even working on some bigger ones, too, for later on in the summer uh, that might be of interest to you. And that's all I'll say about that for right now because I don't want to give too much away. But uh, I, I make sure that we have the opportunity to be part of some of these bigger contests that are out there for us to to take part in so let's uh let's turn back to to something that we were talking about yesterday and it was something that was a conversation that carried through to marcus and chris's show and we were talking yesterday about the seventh grader from middleborough uh liam morrison who wore the shirt to school that said there are only two genders he was asked to, to not wear the shirt to school again he wore it a second time but he put censored across it to you know kind of make another statement out of that and then he you know has been talking he and his father have been talking to the media i saw that um fox news had spoke, spoken with him so this is something that is catching national attention and it's also dividing people in that community so if you read some of the stories uh that are out there you realize that there are people who are uh, adamant on both sides but that are also looking into exactly what rules are being broken here and I, you know, to extrapolate this discussion out, we're realizing that as these issues come up, that not everything is covered under some of the school handbook policy. So I think a lot of schools, especially this summer, are going to be looking over their school handbook policies and seeing what adjustments they may need to make. And again, it could be you know one side of the issue or the other. I'm not saying that they need to to find ways to outlaw things like their shirt. I'm saying they just need to look at what the policies are and that maybe the language that are in those policies need to change a little bit and it there's also you know there was a school committee meeting in uh freetown lakeville a few weeks ago where there were some parents from a who were upset because their child who is biologically male identifies as female in school and uses a female name and that the school recognized both and that the 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 t- the uh, parents did not want the school to recognize both and so it had caused a major major hassle and then the other part of that was that when they tried to the school tried to defend why they did it there wasn't anything you know except for there is state policy but they had nothing in the handbook about whether or not they need to inform the parents about that so they're working on as the school committee said in that meeting they're going to have to review the handbook policies over the summer and see if there aren't changes that need to be made and I think you're going to see a lot of that happening this summer in a lot of towns because they're realizing that the the code of conduct and the set of rules in the handbook that they might have created I'm sure that if I opened up the, the Wareham schools you know handbook for students student handbook uh, policy code of conduct policy all that I'm sure nothing has really changed from the time that I was a student there, and I graduated in 1996, they probably added in some information about, you know, the use of cell phones and, and laptops and, and uh, iPads and other such devices. But other than that, I'm sure a lot of it is very much the same from when I was in school. And now things are changing. And with these changes come the need to change and, and, and adopt different policies. Uh, I remember when I went to school, I, I might have told you this story before, but I was in eighth grade at the time that Levi's had their Button Your Fly campaign, which was when they were trying to make the shift away from zipper jeans into button fly jeans, which, you know, for, for my, I love Levi's, it's all that I wear, but it's also the worst decision that they ever made. You know, button fly jeans were like new Coke to me. Like, Why did you have to mess with something that was already working? And also, like, no, just no to button fly jeans. So I was against it. And as someone who was against it, I was in Atlantic City with my parents. We had gone on a family vacation to Six Flags, and we decided to go spend a day or two in Atlantic City before we went home, walking on the boardwalk. And you go into those souvenir shops where they have all these cheap souvenirs. And, of course, one of the things that you always find in those cheap souvenir shops are people making knockoff things of what's popular. And, you know, that, that gets people's attention and that gets a few bucks out of you. And so it works out. So what they did is they had a, you know, a, a T-shirt that said, unbutton my fly. And then it said, like, Atlantic City in the corner. And I'm sure there were a lot of people that purchased it because of its, you know, connotations. But for me, that's not why I wanted to buy it. I wanted to buy it as a statement to be like, get rid of these button fly jeans. Like, unbutton my fly. Give me a zipper. And so I bought it and I wore it to school. And I think I had it on for like maybe like one period. And I got called into the vice principal's office. Maybe it was a, maybe it was the principal. I forget. Mr. Medina. I think he was the principal. So I get called into the principal's office, and he tells me I have two choices. I can either be sent home for the day and miss all my classes and my schoolwork and, you know, be marked as as an unexcused absence and all that stuff, or I can turn the T-shirt inside out. And and I said, what? Like, what, what? And then it kind of dawned on me, like, why... There was a problem with it. So I ended up just turning the T-shirt inside out. I didn't wear it to school again. Or maybe maybe I made it a gym shirt or something. But, like, I wasn't trying to make a, a controversial statement. But it was something that was considered controversial. So they didn't want me walking around in a shirt that would be a distraction. Uh, another one for people who are of a certain age. You know, if you're around my age, you remember when The Simpsons came out on television and hit it big. And you know as with anything especially in those days the t-shirts came out pretty much as soon as something became popular and you might not find them in the stores yet but you would certainly find them in the flea markets and you know places like that so and that's that's what we did every weekend we had a table at a flea market so i was always there so the simpsons become popular you start seeing the simpsons t-shirts they're only five bucks mom can i get one And so you would go to school with your Simpsons t-shirt and be proud of yourself. And, of course, the first Bart Simpson t-shirt said on it, "It was a picture of him standing there leaning on a skateboard, and it said, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? And so you wear that to school, and all of a sudden, you're getting yourself in trouble. It's like, what? It just says hell. Yeah, but the fact that it says hell is distracting the other kids. What? Like, that was not a bad word in my house like we didn't say it a lot but like you weren't going to get you know punished if you said the word hell you weren't supposed to say it it was like we weren't supposed to say the word sucks but if you said it you weren't going to get you know sent to your room you're just going to be told you know don't say that say stinks instead so i didn't see a big deal about wearing it but there were a lot of kids that had them and were getting in trouble for wearing them if they didn't like that, they certainly didn't like the, the knockoff shirt with Bart in the Bruins uniform that said, I'm Bart Bruin, who the puck are you? I can imagine that was a, even more of a problem. I didn't have that one, though, because I wasn't a Bruins fan. 508-996-0500. we got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. We are broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in a Come on down and join us for breakfast. Join me in some conversation, and we will have the... Sees the deal coming up for you a little bit later on, but right now we got to go to a break. And welcome back to Rochelle's Restaurant in Acushnet. That's where we're where we are broadcasting live from this morning. Come on down, have some breakfast with us. Uh, you can check out their menu online at Rochelle'sRestaurant.com, but they've got everything you can imagine. They've got omelets, they've got French toast, they've got waffles, uh, they've got some great specials I'll tell you about in a little while as well. And of course, we will have a deal going on sale for you this morning. SeizeTheDeal.com is the place to go. We will have twenty-five dollars to Rochelle's for twelve fifty, and it's one of the many great Seize The Deal options that we always have up there for you. If you don't make it your homepage, I don't know what you know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you at all because that's how I save a lot of money for myself. You know, you're allowed to buy two to every one of those deals, and I try to get myself two to every one of those deals because why not save money when going out to eat? So and if you want to come on by and have some breakfast, I have a microphone open here. You can join me in the conversation. And we can, uh, we can go back and forth. Of course, you can also call in as well. Or you can send your app chat messages. You just can't send the open line voicemails this morning because I don't have the, uh, the ability to play them here remotely. But it's one of the things we'll work on. It's one of the things we'll add in as we keep improving on this setup as we get to go out more and more and hang out with you out in the community. But right now, we're going to go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. She's going to give us all of the big stories of the day.
0: the governors of California and Florida are at war over migrants. California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom is threatening a lawsuit over the arrival of 16 migrants in Sacramento on a private charter plane. He believes Florida Republican Governor and 2024 presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is behind the move, calling the Sunshine State's leader a small, pathetic man. This as DeSantis faces a criminal case in Texas for flying immigrants to Martha's Vineyard last year. Explosions at a Soviet-era dam in Russian-controlled southern Ukraine sent torrents of floodwaters across the region Monday. Ukraine says the sabotage was undertaken by Russian terrorists. Russia says Ukraine did it to themselves. Ukrainian residents of dozens of towns in the area have been evacuated. The Kakhova Dam was built in the 1950s. Its reservoir supplies water to the Crimean Peninsula and the largest nuclear power plant in Europe at Zaporizhia. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is going to be in New Hampshire tonight to launch his second bid for the White House. Christie is set to appear at a town hall meeting at St. Anselm College and announce he's seeking the Republican nomination in 2024. Christie previously ran for president in 2016, but he later dropped out of the race. Chrissy and others will be joined in the race by former Vice President Mike Pence officially. Pence filed the paperwork to run for president in 2024 yesterday, throwing his name in with a growing field of candidates vying for the Republican nomination. A former FBI agent that was convicted of spying for Russia is dead. Robert Hansen was found dead in his prison cell Monday morning in Colorado. The 79-year-old received more than $1.4 million in cash, diamonds, and money paid into Russian accounts. 300 agents worked on his case. He was sentenced in 2002 to life in prison for espionage.
1: I don't feel this need to compete i find it fiercely annoying
0: bling empire star anna Shea is dead the 62 year old's family shared the news of her death from a stroke in a statement from netflix on monday the series started streaming in 2021 and follows a group of wealthy asian american socialites in los angeles her family called her a quote loving mother grandmother charismatic star and their brightest ray of sunshine The mother of a six-year-old Virginia boy who shot his first-grade teacher earlier this year is facing federal charges. Deja Taylor is charged with being an unlawful user of a controlled substance in possession of a firearm and making a false statement during the purchase of a firearm. Court documents allege she claimed to not be an unlawful user when purchasing a handgun last year even though she was a marijuana user. There's new information showing last fall's data breach within the San Diego Unified School District was worse than originally thought. Bree Tennis has the story. The district says the investigation shows more personal information was potentially compromised in the breach than previously thought. They now say social security numbers and bank account information for both current and former employees was taken in that cyber attack back in October of 2022. Also state ID numbers health plan information, and medications. The district believes this attack is cyber ransom and the culprits are looking to extort money from the district. All victims in the breach will be notified by June 15th. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. Microsoft will pay $20 million to settle charges that the company illegally collected personal data from children. The Federal Trade Commission announced the settlement Monday after accusing the tech company of taking info from kids who signed up for an Xbox gaming account without getting parental consent. Microsoft will have to put stronger protections in place as part of the settlement. Apple is unveiling its new $3,500 Vision Pro virtual reality headset. Built with five sensors, six microphones, and 12 cameras, the pair of goggles will be available in the U.S. starting in early 2024. Nicki Minaj is announcing the release of her first new album in five years. Trey Thomas has more.
1: The rapper shared the news on social media Monday, simply writing the album and the date, October 20th, 2023. Her upcoming fifth studio album will be released five years after Queen, which reached number two on the Billboard 200. I'm Trey Thomas.
0: In sports, the Red Sox go up against the Cleveland Guardians tonight after losing 4-1 to the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. Now for your local forecast from ABC6.
1: Well, we do have an air quality alert that's in effect for all day long today until midnight tonight. So you could smell some smoke from the wildfires from central Canada. Now we are looking at a high of 74 degrees with some afternoon and evening showers moving into the area. Overnight tonight, a mild 49 degrees. And for tomorrow, slightly cooler, 68 degrees with that 30% chance of showers. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 wbsm
0: right now it is 59 degrees and partly cloudy i'm kate robinson for wbsm news stay up to date with wbsm new bedford's news talk station and get breaking news alerts with the wbsm app you've heard from us we want to hear from you. Give us a call
1: at 508-996-0500.
0: Or you can text us or leave a voicemail through the WBSM app and we'll put it on the air. Back to the conversation on WBSM.
1: And welcome back in. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnik. Come on by and hang out with us. Have some breakfast. You can have some cheese roll, and guisa cheese roll or some cinnamon roll. You just can't have mine. Um, don't worry, though kate and, and adam and everybody else back there in the station i'm going to bring back some of the leftovers maybe uh 508-996-0500 if you want to call in you can also send in app chat messages via the wbsm app as well kate mentioned the apple uh, virtual reality headset that's been announced 3500 dollars for this virtual reality headset and i'm as i'm looking into some of the details about it Uh, The idea is that it will make you feel like you're in your own personal movie theater. Okay, I can get that same effect from my television. But what's interesting about this, and it's called the Vision Pro. What's interesting about this is it has both virtual reality and augmented reality. So what's the difference? Virtual reality is when you are in... Uh, an embedded environment, you're embedded in an environment where you don't have, there's, there's nothing from the outside world. You are completely in a new world, a new environment, and you are able to interact with that. And part of the Vision Pro is that it won't have controllers. It'll all be done through eye movement and through uh, voice command. So you won't have to have a, a handheld thing to help you navigate through. The other part of it, oh man, they're bringing out some more food here. The other part of it is, um, would would you mind just wrapping up these other ones? Could you wrap up these other ones? Thank you. That way, the the cheese roll and the cinnamon roll. Yeah, because I've been talking about it, and now the uh, the staff back at the station is going to want to try those when I come back. So this this Vision Pro headset is, uh, you know, also augmented reality, which means that you are still within the realm of our reality, just with some new things brought into it virtually kind of like pokemon go when you're playing that that's augmented reality you see the world around you but then they pop a pokemon into it in your camera screen that it's like that only it's in the goggles in your face and as part of this apple vision pro it has something called eyesight which shows other people a wearer's eyes if they're in augmented reality mode to quote help users stay connected with those around them okay so they're gonna, you're going to be able to see their eyes while they're wearing the headset if they're in augmented reality mode. But they're going to be interacting with things that you can't see. So just because you can see their eyes, how does that help you make a connection with them if they're off in their own little world there? So I don't know. I, I've, I've been hesitant to buy a virtual reality system. Um, I have not tried, tried it yet, but I'm more interested in the things that you can do with it by creating your own virtual reality and by you know filming it i have multiple gopro cameras if you can thank you very much if you can take those multiple gopro cameras and create your own vr environment then you can go and take those and you can make those you know publish those and 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 be able to access them through the headsets so i'm looking for the ability to do that kind of stuff Um, and playing the games would be fun and nice too but I was concerned, you know, I wear glasses. Will that make a difference? My glasses have a prism in it to focus my eyes. Is that going to make a difference? So I haven't, you know, I don't want to spend $400 on something that I don't know if it'll work for me or not. So I figured eventually somebody I know will have one and I can try it out. I did have, uh, a few years ago, they had the new Viewmaster. You know, Viewmaster, when you were a kid, the little headset thing that you put the, the reels in and you click, click. <laughs> made that really loud clicking sound and you could see 3d images in it well they came out with a new headset that was basically virtual reality and so what you could do with that is you could play vr games you could connect it to virtual reality things and so i did i had one of the um one of the apps uh and what i did is i took the uh, ViewMaster headset and i used that and it worked out great and I watched music videos and played games and all that stuff, but I didn't really stick with it. And part of that is, you know, the, the, there was a lot of lag back then. This was, you know, five, six, seven years ago. So now the technology has improved quite a bit, and I'm interested in it, but again, not, not enough to, to invest in it. So I don't know that I would want to spend 3500 on a headset when I don't even want to spend 300 on a headset. But I do find the virtual reality world uh, very interesting. Especially considering, you know, why was one of those kids back in 1990 or whatever it was that wanted the virtual boy when it first came out? And although I didn't get one when it first came out, I did get one eventually. I found one at a yard sale and I bought it. And it was probably the biggest headache I'd ever given myself playing video games because it was just everything was red and black. But it was three-dimensional. I wouldn't call it virtual reality. I would call it more like 3D gaming, early 3D gaming. But... Uh, I understand why people want to have access to a virtual world. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. 508-996-0500, if you want to chime in. I'm going to take a break. I am going to uh, try some of this food they brought out. They brought out an omelet with some beautiful-looking rye toast uh, and a waffle that looks like it has some apples and cinnamon on it and i'm going to take some photos of these and then i'm going to dive in but you can check out the facebook story and the instagram story for wbsm we'll have them posted up there uh but right now why don't we go to our next break let me just make sure i queue it up and uh we are broadcasting live from rochelle's restaurant in a come on by and join me you don't just have to look at the food you can come and have some of it for yourself we'll be right back (sighs) And back to our live broadcast from Rochelle's restaurant in Akushnet, and they brought out during the last segment an apple cinnamon waffle with whipped cream that, oh, I listen, I love my job, and I love talking to all of you, but if I go silent for a minute, just know it's because I'm diving in, Uh, and also an omelet with some bacon and cheese and peppers in it, and... Just the most beautiful rye toast you've ever seen. And the home fries. Okay, hold on, because as you know, we do a lot of restaurant breakfast restaurants when we do these broadcasts and these seize the deals. And as you know, home fries are what I judge everybody on. And I'm looking at these. They look like there's some red bliss home fries here. Let's see. Let's let's try it live on the air. Hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Nice and soft but still has a little bit of a crispness to them. Perfect. Sorry for eating in your ear, but uh, I think you will really enjoy them. Come on down, have some breakfast with us and uh, we will have that special seize the deal going up for you in just a little bit where you can get uh, $30 uh 30. You can get $25 to Rochelle's restaurant for just 12.50. $25 for 12.50. That'll be coming up on SeizeTheDeal.com a little bit later on today. Uh, so Kate brought up something interesting to me and if she wants to jump on the mic all right, I know, uh, yes. Kate. Yeah, this Kate, is harder
0: you, when you... you can't see me.
1: <laughs> it is, but also you can't see how much I'm shoving my face right now, oh, full man. of uh, home fries.
0: Very envious right now.
1: So you brought to my attention a comment that showed up on uh, on the WBSM Facebook page uh, underneath right. the story about the Bears.
0: Yes, I'm. I'm very much enjoying reading everyone's theories and comments about the Bears. Um, it's fantastic, but one person said that. Uh, There's no way that out of the blue, multiple bears just showed up. They were deployed by the state for some reason. So he's saying that um, someone in mass wildlife has some sort of agenda and believes that they're trying to reestablish the bear population. Now, I've seen a lot of people asking um, or saying that officials should be relocating the bears. And I was just wondering what your take is on that.
1: Well, we, I talked with uh, with Dave Waddles about that and said, "Is that something that they want to do? Do they want to trank these bears and and bring them out of the area?" And he said, "No, it's better for them to wander through and realize that there's you know there's no female mates for them here, so that in the next mating season they don't come back down here again looking for a mate." Okay. So that's. That seems to make sense to me. But so, so the conspiracy theory is that mass wildlife the state, they're bringing bears to this area and releasing them in this area for nefarious purposes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So, now, I, I immediately, of course, thought about the beluga whale that was captured, um, which they believe is a Russian spy. <laughs> Did you hear about this I, story?
1: I, no, I didn't hear about this one.
0: <laughs> they, they found a beluga whale with a Russian harness that said it was from St. Petersburg. Um, at some point. And so, yeah, now, now I'm wondering, you know, could be bear spies.
1: Well, listen, if, if whales can be spies, then we might've cost ourselves a few wars New Bedford over the years <laughs> with, uh, with all the whaling that we did. But yeah, no, I don't think there's any conspiracy behind these bears showing up, especially since, you know, it's two at least two confirmed right now, uh, if they wanted to release bears to, 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 to control the deer population, to control loss or whatever it is they may be doing, I think that they would have brought a few more.
0: That that may be true, but, you know, all it takes, I guess, is two, a, a male and a female.
1: Yeah. maybe Maybe you just start slow <laughs> so that you can make them believe that it's happening naturally. Oh, I see how it goes. All right, Kay, well, thank you for uh, sharing that with me. Uh, I'm glad that you caught that, and uh, we'll see what people think about that. Maybe there are some other folks who, who agree with Jason about this conspiracy theory. Sure. All right. Well, uh, if you do want to call in and talk some bears or whatever else is on your mind, 508-996-0500. Now, they have taken animals and um, They have taken animals and reintroduced them to areas in the past. Sure, of course, like turkeys. Why are there so many turkeys around here? Because decades ago, the turkey population in the area was just about wiped out. So they took some turkeys and they brought them back here and they helped with, you know, increasing that in the population. I believe they did the same thing with bald eagles, that they brought some in to try to help with increasing the population of those. But turkeys are not something that are going to, you know, maul a human being if they encounter them in the woods and and act incorrectly and inappropriately so what you're saying is whatever agenda you think that the 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 mass wildlife and the state may have for bringing bears to the area they're willing to risk human life to do it because we don't know how to live with bears in this area obviously by the way that we've seen some of these photos and videos coming over the last couple of weeks
0: Tim, so I they're going to take that chance? Sorry, Tim. I had to come back on and just mention that turkeys can be very aggressive.
1: <laughs> oh, they can, but they're not going to kill you.
0: I don't know. I've, I've seen some turkeys locally that have that look in, in their eyes, and well, I'm, we, I'm very afraid.
1: <laughs> we have that video on our YouTube channel and, uh, and, and at WBSM.com of the turkeys and the seagulls, like in a gang fight over in the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the tractor supply parking lot. Yeah. So I I wouldn't want to cross them, but at the same time, I I don't fear them like I do a bear.
0: I don't know. You know, they're very large, and there can be a lot of them.
1: That's the thing. That's where they get you. It's like that question Gazelle asks everybody in an interview. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a 100 duck-sized horses?
0: That's it, exactly. Yeah.
1: Sheer numbers can get you. Yeah, they get you in volume. All right. Well, thank you, Kate.
0: Yeah, everyone be careful of turkeys and bears.
1: Right. And when they start working together, that's when we're all screwed.
0: Oh, man. Can't wait for that.
1: All right. I'm going to take my final break of the hour. We are broadcasting live from Rochelle's restaurant in Akushnet. Come on down. Have some breakfast with me. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. That is another hour down. Time is flying by as we are broadcasting.